Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. tuning in to another podcast episode. Today we're going to uh, hopefully catch everyone up on all that's been happening here at the homestead. Um, wow. We're it's a little been, behind. Yeah. It's been a couple weeks since we did homestead happening. So um, it may be not in order, um, but we'll try our best to With regulations up, so. and memories. But we can definitely talk about that. I think it's about as disjointed as it usually yeah, is. Yeah, Jordan's back, so. Hi. Um, um, we can definitely talk about the weather. It's been, we call May Gray. It's uh, weird. Somebody claimed it was because of the Hawaiian volcano. I mean, could be. Dead one in Guatemala, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I saw that. That's scary. Yeah, no, it's scary, but, but it's, it was cold. You mentioned it was colder, cooler, colder, whatever, and more, had more rain, because we had rain almost every morning than we had in January. But then, it's in it's a week's time, not even a week's time, so we had that for about a week, and then in then 24 hours, we went up to 100 yeah, degrees. Well, <laughs> 70, 80, and then 90, 100. 100, so. So it was a culture, not culture shock, weather shock on the... Weather whiplash. Weather whiplash. So the tomatoes love it, peppers love it. Uh, the greens, not so much. Bagrata showed up. Um, it almost is July, in about a month. Be um, July, so... Um, yeah, Bagrata's back, and... I'm taking out some of the brassicas because of that. Um, they didn't waste any time with these, <laughs> so they just showed up and then they ate for two. Oh, I noticed the black. The, when I was picking greens this morning, I noticed black aphids. Right. Yeah, that's about. It's about they come on. They get on the nasturtiums about this time of year, and then, then I leave them up there. So they, then they go to the for food for the ladybugs, mm-hmm. and then they move to the Swiss chard and stuff like that. So I cut them down, give them to the chickens, but. I may have to turn over the bed. I'm starting another batch. So, uh, yeah, changing over cucumbers, tomatoes, and some bagrata-resistant salad mix. Because we sell a lot of salad mix, but I can't do all the brassicas anymore. And um, Jordan's back. So she had a couple days out in Joshua Tree and celebrated 
your birthday. How was that? I mean, so they ask how old you are? No, no, sorry. no, we don't do that. How was what? How old? We don't do that. We don't tell how old. I think it's kind of obvious. We've been in the media for a while. It's, you can calculate just that pretty well. Just shy of 100, so. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> I've, you know, I've been doing a lot of writing. Some of it maybe I'll post eventually, but. Um, I think we were teasing you when you weren't here that you Goodness, you don't listen to the podcast. So. No, no, no way. I'm going yeah, to that almost a country music song almost because your car, car issue. Your car broke down. <laughs> you lost your job. You lost your job. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, your boyfriend hasn't left you yet, and your <laughs> dog hasn't died yet. Yet. <laughs> We're just Thanks. saying country music songs. Well, let's so. have, you know, a positive meeting here. Okay. <laughs> well, well, we're half a country, yeah. half a country yeah. music song. Half, yeah. Halfway to a hit. <laughs> Everything is bittersweet. It's, you know, unfortunately, my birthday kind of, the dates landed on certain bittersweet stuff. So, um, deaths, people we cared about, and uh, you know, I've never been big on birthdays. To me, they're kind of just, eh, you know, what, you know, I didn't do anything to be born. But they're all my milestones where you kind of look at your life and. Look what it is and look what it isn't, and uh, look at what you've gone through. And last two years were very brutal, and um, very brutal. And um, so you know, you just deal with you deal with yourself. And but I had a good time, and I spent the day in the moment and accepting. The well, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that just kind of like hides away and, you know, doesn't accept things. And so I made the conscious choice to accept the moments and accept the well wishes and, uh, you know, be positive about it. And had a good time. Um, very special people in the life that, uh, you know, care and you know, care and, and show they care and do nice things and uh, had a had a nice surprise day of something completely random like, you know, ziplining and Big Bear, but that was, you know, led up to it was a bunch of <laughs> bluey, but um, yeah, it was good. And, and then you came back here and people are um, taking you out to dinner and we're still continuing. Yeah, it's, stuff, it's to so. me it's more of just appreciating the people in your life. It's it's a milestone when you take stock of who's in your life and who do you care about and uh, or who you don't care about. No, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, just looking forward. I did kind of spend a little bit more time on myself in emotionally and mentally and uh, kind of gave myself the month of May to not you know, panic about the job and freak out, and now it's like, okay, now I have to go back to work and do some stuff. <laughs> so speaking of your job, the business sort of changed ownership, so they let you go, and then website work, and then um, car. your car broke down, so... Well, you know, it's an old car. You, that's the what you get with it, and, you know, I'm going to put a lot of miles on that car, and it's... You know, you have a lot of, it's a truck, and you have a lot of dreams, and you kind of make a leap, and, you know, it's it's just money, and it's just things. There's a lot more to life than important. So you're driving down the road. Oh, well, no, first of all, no, you were driving, we were going, you picked me up from work, right? 
Yeah, which yeah. one? Which time no, are we this talking was, about? No, this was, the, this was the, on the 134 freeway when it happened the first time. So we were, because we were late. Um, pick me up from time? work. No, no, you weren't there. No. You mean when it kept cutting out? Oh, no, you that there. one. No, not that one. I think we already talked about that one. I'm talking about the one that uh, overheated. Yeah, the overheating. Yeah. No, I said which time? You oh, said yeah. the first time. Well, not the first time, sorry. <laughs> Second time when I was in the car with you to, to yeah. the chiropractor. Well, it's I ran, a, I ran, I was substituting at the cafe that Nisi works at. Because I used to work there, and then I kind of got my, you know, I kind of transitioned out because I had being in Joshua Tree a lot more. I had to go a little bit more remote work, and I do have a lot of these tech skills, which everybody tells me. I should put them together, put on a website, and put it on Facebook and get a job. I haven't done that. I'm sorry, guys. You know, I'm going to do that. Um portfolio and all that. I'm like, oh, i got to collect everything I've done. It's really hard. Um, yeah, so I was substituting at the cafe that Anise worked at, and they I had to run an errand for the homestead. We had to pick up coffee, coffee yeah. which is around, around, the corner. around the corner, like I said. It was a really hot day, and as I pulled out of the street, had coffee in the back, I f in the right corner of the cab of the truck, I felt, I heard water rushing, and I was like, the hell? That's not, you know, that's nothing. I don't know what that is. And in back of my mind, it was, you know, ask Justin what this was. It was a sound of water rushing. But then I parked the car, and I think we were in a rush, and there was a lot going on, so I had to take me see. And I had to go somewhere else and usually try to avoid the freeway, but I got on the freeway, and then uh, the, <laughs> it, you know, hot, 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 hot temperature gauge came on, and then it, the needle went all the way to overheating and it's like crap crap and then I was like, like you know, so you well it was right between the there's a section of the 134 where there's really no off ramps because it's up against the mountain yeah a, and so I'm like a little bit panicking like do I pull on the side it's too dangerous to pull inside of the freeway and it was I know a lot about cars but I didn't know enough to like how far you can push a car that's overheating because I, I kind of know it can blow up. <laughs> Not blow up, but it can burn out. Like. It can seize and generally end of car. And so, uh, and we're only less than a mile from home, but I had an easy call Justin and said, you know, I'm parking here. And I was like, I did ask. I was like, could I drive home? You know, what what's the risk of driving home? But, it, but we had AAA, so we towed it back and thought it might have been. <laughs> pulled off the off-ramp. Pulled into a parking lot and he called me or texted me and I said, "Was there any water underneath the car? Because I need, needed to know." I said, "Like what? What it was? Because I thought the thermostat didn't open. Because um, sometimes it's uh, it's a farm, old farm truck, so I thought maybe it was rusted closed and it didn't open. So then um, took the other car, rode down there, and then I pulled up and then." between me driving and pulling up, the thing overheated and exploded, so there was the, no, there was no, yeah, the radiator thing, radiator top popped open, and, and a freeze everywhere, let's put it that way, so we switched cars, and I sat there for AAA, and towed it back, and this podcast is sponsored by, no, um, so we towed it, towed it back, and I said, okay, it's just a thermostat, you know, it's ten bucks, five dollars, whatever, so um, that night, yeah. we, we were meant to flush out the radiator, because it had a little bit of rust in it, so we ended up uh, buying the casket, and a flush, a radiator flush kit, and 
thermostat. So that arrives the next day, and we flush we flush it out. We've got some of the rusted out, and I topped off the. Yeah, but radiator. it ended up being. Um, so then we took it to the. Company. Well, I know what it was. What it was what happened was once it, once I could once everything dried up and I filled it up with water, so I could take it to the shop to the next day to see what it was. I mean, because the serpentine uh, belts or something, you have to take off the whole thing, and I was like, ugh, what happens? They put it in a weird spot. So I filled it up with water. I'm gonna drive it over the next day, and then. I see a little weep hole on the water pump, and the water pump is leaking, the weep hole. So that meant the water pump was bad. So it was enough to drive it to the, around the repair shop, but that basically, when they took that apart, and they replaced the belts, and then the radiator was leaking, and then the thing like that, so it was a... Uh, yeah, so it just generally cost me more money, yeah. but it was, you know, I can't drive in the desert without a good radiator, right? <laughs> so you get a new yeah. radiator, new water pump. Yeah, so it's generally new, whatever. And so I, you know, just a lot song. of money and so Ford Ranger, and I'm kind of on the fence about, you know, kind of open to the universe what to do about it. Um, it gets me where I want to go, and uh, my guy, every time I leave, he pats the car and goes, "Go, little Ranger, go." So <laughs> maybe I'll keep going. I don't know. Little truck day. Um, and then, let's see, what else has been going on? Let me read the question we have on. Yeah, we want to say um, shout out to Fred from Down Under. Um, really appreciate you sending us a Facebook message. Um, and he says, uh, love your work, and I've been listening to your podcast, and I'm catching up slowly. What's really nice is knowing you're pretty normal people. Huh. <laughs> We've always been normal okay. people. We might have been a little on the weird side. I know. That was never really visible before the podcast. Okay, really? so okay. The TV clips, et cetera, were slick, and it was hard to see the real people. Slick. Well, that had... I mean, they just... It was, they followed a template. Well, it's well, interesting, because I didn't... Yeah. I wouldn't... Got, you know, I wouldn't put us as slick, but I guess that's... I mean, I didn't think we would say... Yeah, they had slick production. Like, but no, yeah. what I meant, we all... I, of course, I stopped watching... Us, so. Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't seen I anything listen, in us for a long time or we read won't anything. read or listen to any of our stuff anyway. So, um, and he says, I was listening to a recent podcast and he would talk, oh, he was, he was commenting on uh, how we're wanting to do a, our, um, put a cool bot into our basement, basement to make a walk-in um, a space, cool storage space. So he sent us uh, a, a diagram to a cool store thing, so we appreciate that. And then he also had a question for Justin. Yeah, so he writes, says, hi again. I have a question for Justin. Please feel free to discuss in your podcast. I'm about to set up a new vegetable garden. Not my first rodeo by any means, probably the 20th vegetable garden, although only my third personal, and I'm considering watering options. I was wondering why you went with the drip, given your history of Oyas, and Oyas can be linked and gravity-fed. So you can, instead of hand watering each Oya, says um, he's open to drip or Oyas, but I'd like to know what brought you to the decision. P.S. Depression sucks. Hang in there, bro. I'm dealing with it too. So Thank appreciate you. that. Um, still dealing with it. Good days and bad. So appreciate that. But uh, basically, to long story short, was it was cheaper <laughs> um, after spending. 
replacing the wood on the beds, 40 beds at $50 each, the 2x12 wood, it cost about $2,000 worth of new wood from Home Depot. Um, so, after investing in that, that'll last about 10 years, 8 to 10 years, so I'll recover my cost. But if I was to do Oya's, let's say four, let's say four per bed, and I have 40 beds, I would need 160 Oya's, and at a wholesale price of, let's say, 20 bucks, not including shipping, it's about $3,000. So, I don't have $3,000, so a friend of mine, Gabriel, the farmer we work with, gave me the T-tape, so it ended up costing us... With the connectors and the thing, it ended up costing us less than three hundred dollars for yeah, the irrigation. Yeah, always good. So, so strictly on the money part, it was three thousand dollars or three hundred dollars. Um, that's just the simple thing. Now, if I had free oyas or had access to cheap oyas, you could do the both. You could do a combination. You could do a thing at this time. You can go back and dig it in, whatever. But it was strictly a financial decision. To do so, I got free drip tape, a couple connectors, some wise, some uh, quick release fittings, and some connectors and stuff like that. So it was less than a hundred dollars for the irrigation for the backyard. Um, so strictly a financial decision. Um, nothing's wrong with Oya's. Um, it was just financial. So um, I hope that answered your question. It's Oya's are great. They are pricey, they are expensive, but if you make it yourself, you're able to get a discount. Um, well, I have to make myself one day. Put it on the list. On the to-do list. <laughs> so, basically, it was one-tenth the cost to just do drip. And hopefully, I'm not sure how long the drip will take the last. It's still getting used to it because everything's planted so close together. When I pick the salad greens, I cut really close to the soil, all of a sudden, this, the drip tape springs a leak so I have all these leak patches <laughs> that I cut with the scissors yeah I always worry about that when I'm cutting I'm like oh not yeah, to go too deep so every once in a while I'll have the I'll turn on the irrigation it's like no leaks no leaks and then all of a sudden there's a geyser mm -hmm. and I, so every once in a while I'll have to make sure that I don't want to leave it on all night mm -hmm. so I have to be I want to be around Sometimes the connectors, for some reason, they spring loose. I don't know if it's a pressure or hitting them or stepping on them or when I pick stuff. So when I do that, I want to make sure I'm around. So I'll run it for from about 5 in the morning to about noon. When I'm in the garden, I can see a leak, and I'll splice splice in a connector and do that. So it is, it is changing. The hardest part is when we change over a bed, there's two rows of... Uh, irrigation tape in there so I had to sometimes cut the tape, roll it back, plant the bed and then put the tape back, the irrigation hose on it. But so far it's saved me a lot of time. Um starting to look good. Um, we do have like I said aphids it's almost in like in the jungle out there sometimes. Lagrata and aphids, but I think that's the time of year. Yeah. Um salad will probably be out of salad business in the next month. So I'm just changing over to we'll summer to summer hot, salad mix mm -hmm. and I uh, Amrath. Golden Purslane. Love Somebody that stuff. Somebody picked all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody. And I've tying down the lines. The hardier stuff. Yeah. The so woodier stuff. I mean, hardier weather. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the salad yeah, the, changes. Uh, that, a rotch. Uh, 
that red vein. It's that amaranth. That what's that one called? Caribbean. Yeah, not the caribbean, but the one in that that bed over there. Oh, uh, Myra amaranth, and the Caribbean spinach yeah. is another name yeah. for it. Yeah. I have to get. I had some white amaranth seeds. Um, oh, you do have? Are you gonna do the one that looks like lettuce? The, yeah, the blonde I just one? couldn't find the seeds, but oh. they're red. Okay. So I have to do that. Um, Regrata doesn't bother them. They love the heat. It's a little bit more woodier. Um, but as we have a lot of New Zealand spinach, the heat and things sort of taking over the front yard. Yeah. So that goes a lot into the farm boxes. But mm -hmm. um, and then I've oh. been busy jamming. Jamming. You only made Jamon, a, Jamon. only made what two hundred jars? Only two hundred jars. So only. I mean, I I'm pretty. Like That's said, not your record though. Not my record, but it's. I can four hours of four, it, like I do, if I like on a Sunday, it's like okay, f a four hour, I could go more, but four hours is like a decent amount, so I can do about 80 half pint jars in four hours, so that's about uh, three, six, nine, 12 batches, 12, almost 12 batches of jam, so um, I've been making all kinds of flavors uh, from Blackberry, licorice mint, because we have licorice mint in the, on the homestead. Blackberry, lemon verbena, blackberry sa uh, sage, blackberry lemon thyme, strawberry lemon thyme, strawberry um, rose petal. So I've been just going to town. Like I, I'm, I like doing that Mad stuff. Mad scientists. I, I, I know, and people love it. People are, are can't, I can't. One lady came back. What'd she say? Yeah. She better. <laughs> she was kept hoarding them. It's like. Stacking up yeah, on uh, blackberry jam. Yeah, it'd be jam. nice if we had some too. Oh, yeah, I know, but... <laughs> they said I, can't, I told the lady <laughs> that she came, and since I have a pretty warped sense of humor, no. I said one one jar per toast, <laughs> basically, that's yeah, what that's that, just Because once you open it, it's like, what's the point? So, one toast, one jar. Yeah. So I said, it gets pretty pricey. She said, she had a little bit of pause and said, ah, oh, now I get it. And she started <laughs> laughing, because... That's how good it is. Once, it's, see the thing is, we just don't open the jar. I know. So, so people say my jam tastes amazing because, like I said, it's, I don't use any pectin, um, and it's all slow cooked. And I, I got it down, so I got you know three batches going on the stove with the water bath. So that's you know three batches of eight cups. So that's you know eight, twelve, that's sixteen and twenty-four cups of jam going at one time. And then they jarred. I put them in the jar, and then I put them in the water bath, take them out, and then start another batch around three, and then so I can get do that three times around about four hours and that was one person if we're lucky we get to lick the bowl oh yeah when they have the left sometimes i'm on i'm on spot on like to the i get nothing, left. nothing left and that's like i like that's that. cruel that's i know cruel. that's cruel for you guys but it's i don't know i have that weird sense of, not weird that's nasty. cruel yeah nasty. Cruel. yeah just to find it as cruel but there cruelty is, cruelty to siblings yeah the only get chance we get to taste it is we get to lick the bowl and then we hurry up and put toast in the oven I toast know. in the toaster so that we can so, have a little bit of the jam before it disappears. Yeah, so I brought some, some and then there are a lot of still through the farm box program, but since the cafe that I work at had a, um, they had an arts and crafts fair that weekend, so I asked the owner if I could bring in some of the jam to sell. She said, sure, so um, she hasn't take, and that was supposed to be for Saturday and Sunday, and she hasn't take, asked me to take it out, so I might leave it well, in. Well, the one thing is, I, you know, I'm playing with the idea, you know, because... I think we've talked about, we touched upon this in different uh, podcasts, but you have to revamp yourself every five years. Mm -hmm. And I'm playing with the idea of, you know, Urban Homestead product, you know, putting it online. I'm, I'm actually got the back end set up. Um, oh. Yeah, because one person do shit. Yeah, I mean, if they want to, I mean, just like more product online, that's, 
We we do have skills and talents. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like we were talking about leather. This, we're still talking about leather. But you know, I want I want to know. I want to get it. You know, officially. Like I want to get the right. You know, the right yeah. labels and the jars and stuff. But I'm going to be probably putting up the chicken feed stuff again. Maybe taking pre-orders mm -hmm. and. Uh, I want to get like the product back, the the ones that we did, and there's also um, artisan, you know, stuff that we we have done throughout our lives. But I don't know, it was like hidden talents or something, and yeah, um, you know, like even writing. I'm trying to touch upon all the stories in my I head. I have to blog back, go back. Well, to I know we'll get to that, but I'm just like even like you know animal stories and. I don't know. There's a lot of ideas uh, kind of, uh, Yeah, I'm kind of going through my head right now, and I'm trying to set up the back end of the website. And, uh, yeah, because it's frustrating. We're speaking of because we have so so much stuff. We're kind of behind because we had this brilliant idea that by April, right? Uh, we would March. have tours and workshops March. or March. Okay, and what what month is it? June. Shush. Okay. So, but hey, I just meet you. A, but also, I'm I'm writing up. Uh, it's frustrating. I'm writing it up, and that'll be put online too. So yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Like, it's like, oh, it's this is the perfect time. Yeah, I know this is the perfect time of year. Oh, well, you know, you can always do it all the time. I know. We're starting to get ready. The year is well, ready overgrown. It's uh, overgrown. I mean, that's part of it. It's changing over from the. It's too hot for the spring stuff, mm -hmm. and not big enough for the hot summer stuff. So. Um, we have to do that tours, classes, workshops. Um. Sometimes we're a little tired. That's how you are here. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> Spencer yawned. No, but yeah, Justin yawning now. Uh, no way, one person yawns, another person yawns. No, it's sometimes it's just tired. I just kind of sit there and get overwhelmed. Yeah. And I'm working on another project with a friend of mine who is an animal. We're going to get on a podcast. Um, she. Like, I don't know, she's my own personal horse whisperer. She used to train horses, and um, she's very knowledgeable about product that's on the market with, you know, health for animals and stuff. And I'm kind of talking to her about some ideas. Mm -hmm. And uh, because my, my passion is animals, and part mm -hmm. of the reason why I got a truck was, I don't know, I envisioned the back, like my own little nose arc. Yeah, but <laughs> the back of the truck, like my own little nose arc, like animals sticking their heads out. But, um... Yeah, someday, you know, dreams are what keep you going. Yeah. Actually, tonight we were supposed to interview, uh, speaking of interview, we were supposed to interview one of our good friends, a musical friend, Rebecca Stout, but uh, people are sick. So, that's yeah. a sickness. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people are sicking. Sick, uh, people come into the rest, the cafe, bone broth, bone broth, bone broth, bone broth. Well, no. some of it has to do with the weather, yeah, something so. has to do with So maybe we'll have her back. A lot of people, you know, yeah. they were too. I know. The schedule's changed, so hopefully, I don't know, we'll see. Um, and then, Jordy, you had a story. There was a, uh, I don't know, not, it was not funny, because I don't know if that word's funny, but you were walking down the down the driveway, our driveway, to the front of the house, and you saw a cart. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> not funny. It's not funny. That's why I said ironic, or it was kind well, of sad, because I was kind of upset, or, you know, pissed, and like, kind of like, because oh, that was Dad's cart. Actually, okay. Dad bought it. Well, yeah. it's interesting because just to go into a little bit of, I don't know, um, the economy, it's interesting to find in Pasadena com like communes of homeless. 
There is a epidemic of homelessness happening. That People is, sleep in their cars. I mean, you'll drive down underneath the overpass, and it's just like a, it's a, it's a village, mm -hmm. and particularly around the Arroyo Seco, the outdoors where it's like there's water and there's uh, you know secluded places. There is villages of homeless, and because we live near a freeway, there is villages of homeless on the lawn of the freeway. And it's interesting to see that this wasn't quite prevalent in Pasadena when I was growing up, and now it's like more and more, you know, the housing and the rent market is insane. Um, so, I'm not really particular, I don't know who's what. Justin kind of recognizes, you know, which, which of the people that walk down the street are the homeless and stuff. But it was Wednesday, and picking phone boxes, and I'm carrying, you know, produce down the driveway, and I see this young couple ride by with their bikes, and attached to one of the back of the bikes was this, I call it the garden cart, because it's for gardener supply. Um, it has this nice, big, large garden cart. Yeah, I mean, we've had it Green. for, I don't know how many years. 20, 20 years. years. Over 20 years. And we use it. We store stuff in it. And it was on the driveway. Um, we use at, that at a neighbor's. At a neighbor's, because we, we uh, do some there. stuff over there, and, it, but, you know, it's, on the driveway, not on the front of the driveway, it's like way, way down the driveway in, in the, the back, back of the driveway, behind the cars. And so I see this guy drive by and I look at him at this cart and I'm like, the heck? Who has a gardener supply <laughs> garden cart around here but us? And I'm like, that's a gardener supply cart. I mean, you're not, you know, you know some random homeless isn't going to find it, you know. I mean, in this neighborhood, probably not. Um, I don't know how long it was missing. I don't know. So I'm like, I'm kind of staring at it going, and the guy keeps driving. And then George, Justin? No, 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 you said me. You said George. Or was it Justin? Yeah, Justin. Oh, Justin was there. Okay. And I go in the back and I said, Justin, what's our garden cart? He goes, it's up the street behind the house and the thing. And I was like, okay. I said, are you sure we have our garden cart? He goes, why? So I told him. And we went up there and it was it was missing. You know, the sec the place where it was. So somebody generally walked up the driveway, stole it. took it, and stole it, and you know I'm not sure if they took it because why would you ride around with it in front of the house you took it from? <laughs> but there or is, somebody took it and there is it on, a so. black market of people, you know, homeless selling things I'm to sure, people. I'm you know? sure it's really hot black market. Well, hey, he had it loaded with his stuff. It actually. He had his little bike cart. It was actually pretty dang good. I'm like, that's pretty clever. It wasn't. It wasn't so much that he took it, but it was like. Dad. It was, I know, but it was just like, that was dad, we had that, and that was one of dad's, you know, and it was like, dang. If I just saw, if, if I if see, we them, see it, I'm taking I it might off. just say, hey, dude, did, did you, you take yeah. Did you get this from somewhere, or did you actually take our garden cart? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> or maybe it. garden supply can send us another one, but I don't know, but it just, uh, it was just a little sad. Bitter, I mean, sad that kind of, we didn't miss it? <laughs> that too. Well, because we've been so busy. <laughs> Who knows? I was like, I'm staring at it. I'm like, Ooh. you could walk by something a hundred times. At times, I know. And some, if you're really good at it, you mm. could see it missing. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, sometimes in your mind, your mind plays tricks on you, mm -hmm. and it's there in your mind. So you mm -hmm. Photoshop it there, mm -hmm. and even though you walk by it. And I, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, it could have been probably less than a week. Yeah, yeah, because it still had the marks and the mulch. and yeah, the, it still had the tire marks there. So I was like, oh. but it's. I mean, if you, if you own, sometimes well, um, photo gallery's not up, but it's in the photos as holding, like, all the Tromacino squash. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, yeah. we pile the Tromacino in it. I think it's had pumpkins in it. It's, 
carted stuff out. Yeah, I yeah. think it even carted it carted the goats mulch. around one time. Mulch. When Fairlight caught a leg, I think I carted her up the street one time when it. Yeah, so. And oh well, that's city life. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. But the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, we'll have to another country music song, but <laughs> garden cart. Um, yeah, this, I should have. I should, probably should have locked it up and put it behind the gate. But we put it was behind cars. It was down the drive. I mean, a bicycle. Is, I see a bicycle. I hide bicycles, but yeah. it was just. Who would take a garden cart? I didn't think that, but now we know. And then, uh, so this weekend we had some interesting well, things. Just not to go okay. back, back on that, but you know when you're on the next door app, you see yeah. people stealing plants off porches. Oh wow! Chairs. Cheers. Cheers and plants on porches. Lady goes, I got all these nice plants and they're all gone. And she's got yeah, the ring going back. just showed it off. So it's like. <laughs> I know. I think, I guess, we've lived in this neighborhood so long. Kind of get. Complacent? I guess so. It's just like. I think you know everybody, but it's not. But it's homeless and there's a lot of Airbnbs yeah, now. Yeah, so. It's changing. Yeah, so, so and then um, this weekend, we Justin had uh, helped Sergio remove some bees from his house in Corona again. <laughs> How yeah, was that? It was, it was um, Sergio did it a couple years ago with a friend who is now allergic, so I volunteered to help. And then, you know what, I was speaking of that, I looked at that. There is actually, there was a story about beekeepers becoming now deadly allergic to bees. It's a yeah. whole thing. I can't, there's a name for it. I have to Google it, but it's like, you can not, you cannot be allergic and then become deathly allergic. So that's interesting. So learn something new there. Yeah. So and far you were here's so the thing. Far you're not allergic, yeah, so. so far you're not allergic, but here's the thing, you didn't know going in well you kinda knew that they were you could they, they could have been nice bees or mean bees. Well, because I've done um I've worked Africanized well, let's say Africanized bees. <laughs> feral feral bees. Okay, let's say feral bees. And feral bees are not very friendly and they're very aggressive and so the stings are different. With a full suit and gloves and boots and veil and all that stuff. So I was prepared for the worst, um, but fortunately, smoked them up. They weren't that aggressive. They st stayed on the comb for the most part. What was shocking was there was absolutely no honey. Uh, we removed a two by. F so weird. I put it on cup. Facebook. It's on post on Facebook. The studs so. maybe 16, 18 inches apart, two feet apart for a deck. Did you do and it on your homestead yours? I shared it on Urban Homestead, okay. and yeah, I did. But I shared it. It was really removed. On Instagram. <laughs> the wood was already removed from two years ago, so all he had to do is unscrew it again. But I was hoping to get some honeycomb, because with no frame, no wax, I mean no wire, you can get some really nice honeycomb and beautiful clear wax and stuff like that. And as I started pulling off the, pulling off the um, panels, the siding, there was very little bees for comb, and there was very little, if any, honey. There was a lot of pollen, but no honey. So I don't know exactly what was going on if that hive was dying or they used up all their stores, but it's June. Yeah, so just thinking, I talked to him today, he said maybe they ate it all because yeah, it was so dry. Because, yeah, because of dearth that they, they used up their stores so... Um, I was disappointed that I didn't get any honeycomb, but we were able to capture the queen and put her in a box and then take it to Gabriel's place, but um, I was disappointed that there was very little brood and very very little of any honey, so hopefully it survives. Um, I'm not sure it can. 
if every if it's gonna get hotter and drier. You captured it, the queen. You found the queen. Captured yeah, put her, her in a box, the nick box. I brought two or three hives and two or three nick boxes because I thought it was gonna be massive. And so, unfortunately, it wasn't. But we did capture her, put her in a nick box, took it to her farm, and I'll go check back maybe this week or next week and see if what's going on. See if. It, See if I can Unfortunately, uh, you, you you came, you went because you didn't want Sergio's dad to get stung. Sergio's dad got stung. Yeah, and Sergio, whatever. he's like, don't tell Sergio. But I was just <laughs> disappointed because I said, well, there's a good chance to, it's been a while since I did a cutout. Um, I have had to pick up my bees from Acton that just got back from Cherry, uh, the Cherry or Almond Grove. Speaking of cherries, Gabriel, a friend of ours uh, that helps us at the farm box, his friend down in Cherry Valley um, said that due to the recent rain, they lost 95% of their cherry crop. So the good news is that we got rain, the bad news is it knocked all the flowers off and he's got 5% of his crop. And that sucks. Even though we got rain. But the rain down there, I guess, knocked off the flowers. So 95% of his cherry crop is gone. So, eek. That's pretty bad. But, yeah, I don't know. It's getting rough and rough. Well, there was another article. Yeah, I sent it to from Joshua Tree. What will be eaten in 2015? Yeah, we'll read that out when I bring it up. I didn't print it up. Yeah. But it was generally... Just stay tuned for the next episode. Generally, I think this, like, Grove has been in this uh, Ventura Farmers... What did I say? 150 years, I think I said? Yeah. 150 years, and he says the best thing for him to do is sell out and give it to the mail force. Yeah. Because those the really is those going to be, yeah. Sorry, we're taking notes of how we're what's we're, happening. What's happening then for the next episode? Where as There's, we are um, talking, we're yeah. He, I mean, generally he went from growing all citrus and now he's doing avocados and generally he's just like there's going to be a time in L.A. history, where Southern California, Southern California, where there's going to be no fruits grown. So he was wagering. Just the story is sell out or wager on a crop. So when you do trees, you plant now and you hope and pray you get something in seven years or five to seven years. So he was wagering that avocados supply and demand would be profitable. He said, well, he could grow cactus, which would be more natural mm -hmm. to this prickly climate, pear, yeah. prickly pear cactus, but he said the market to sell cactus is not there. He's a post-apocalyptic, you know, maybe. Maybe. So, <laughs> if we turn the whole yard into cake, I feel sorry for all those things. We still have an uh, issue with our fig tree bounce back, filled the out. Grapes. The grapes, yeah. I'm totally yeah. bothered with that. But <clears throat> hopefully, we get some figs. Um, looks like that farmer lost 90% of his cherries. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, don't know what we're going to do if you lose all the fruit. So he wagered on avocados. Now you plant avocado, goodness, five years maybe, you get a harvest. And if the weather doesn't cooperate too hot, too cold, too wet, too dry, you don't have any crop either. So, and that's another seven years. Uh, the Adams Acres that we dealt with, they took out a bunch of their citrus because citrus to the greening disease. And the climate change and people's taste, they didn't like the Valencia oranges, which were made for juicing. Valencia oranges run out of fad, so they did 
he sold some of his land to developers, so he had to take care of his family. Nothing wrong with that, but you wonder where if they're developing great farmland and putting houses. Where are these food? Where are these people going to eat? What are they going to eat if they develop? Well, oh, they said, and the article began with like California supplies three photos of the nation's produce. Or something bizarre like that. That's not, yeah. And that we were at Open Silo event again. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are in the hydroponics and stuff. But that, it, we, there's that debate, and it still comes down to... It doesn't taste the same. It doesn't taste the same. It does not taste the same. Yeah, it doesn't taste the same. Um, but, um, you know, I wanted to segue into... Um, we were talking about, you know, Dory's birthday and then bees. Bees play a, a I don't know, a vi I don't know. We have a special... Connection. Thing, connection with bees, um, and I think Justin um, yeah, so said the, to a story three episodes ago, probably because we did yeah, the personal interviews. We did the personal interview in between that. So, so the story goes: I spent the my birthday at Gabriel's farm, and we go back and said two bachelors overworked, underpaid, understaffed farmers, commiserating together, and so on the way home, I stopped off at the dad's grave site. And just sat there for a minute and tried to clear my head, see if I can hear anything or um, hear what's going on in my head. Uh, sometimes it seems like it's empty, but <laughs> or no, too many or things too going many on. Things. So I sat there for a bit, and so on the drive 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 home, I was at a stoplight. Um, windows were down, and in flies a bee and lands on the steering wheel, and it sort of was surreal. And I started crying like a baby. I had to pull over and compose myself. Yeah. So it was pretty special. The thing is, well, to, to us, why is that so sad? Dad and bees are very connected. That's because that's, I don't know. Yeah, and then when... It, well, cause it's because not only that, it's because when Dad passed, a really good friend of ours who's deathly allergic to bees, she was in her car, and guess what? A bee flew in. Yeah, I mean, so, it's just that, know, just that you can read things. into it, read into it what you want, but there, flies in right by your thumb, lands on the steering wheel, <laughs> and I'm like, sort of stunned, sort of quiet, sort of like, what is just happening, and so I got through the intersection, and then I, a couple, I don't know, miles down the road, I sort of broke down and started crying, because it just was... It's a real experience, but it was special to me. So. And then you had to tell the, I told you to tell the other lady about the, her, because she had to be incident. Yeah. She thought it was special. I don't know. There's just something you said. Read into it what yeah. you want, but the odds of that happening, on the drive home, uh, intersection, and a bee flies in your window and lands on your steering wheel right by your thumb. Mm -hmm. um, at a stoplight, whatever. Read into what you want, but it was very special to me. And after that, I was pretty, pretty cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> and then, sort of after that, all hell broke loose. But um, <laughs> stay tuned for the next episode. We'll explain. Like I said, some of the stuff we don't tell half of that. what's going on. No, no, like, explain. We just there's a lot going on, and we're trying to figure out. You know, we're 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 having a hard yeah, well, time. Yeah, we launched. Well, we launched like, the podcast one year ago on Father's Day. Yeah, so, so we're coming up near. We're coming out of that. We have to figure out some sort of. Anniversary, some sort of memorial, some sort of tribute. Um, so stay tuned to what that is. But that's one story I want to share. It was about from a month ago. Um, I just thought it was special. I thought it was a sign. 
Um, but it was very, very surreal. You find what you can, you know. I've had moments where you just, I don't know. Like I said, I was just... It's, uh, it's just, they're just getting through. I don't know. It's, uh, I haven't, I haven't addressed certain things, but, you know, it's just... It's a little bit by a little bit. Yeah, 13 months. So, um, I think the well, work is enough. Huh? Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you know, it's... You can talk to friends, you talk to your family, and then, you know, you, you got to... You tell you come. There's no answers to anything. You just gotta deal with it. And it's interesting how um, I did post something on, on my personal Facebook. Is how people deal with grief, and it, a very good analogy, I believe. I think it's a good. I think I see what happens. You can't. You know. You don't get rid of it. You just grow from it. Um, but not to. Um, this is gonna be published tomorrow, right? Yeah. 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 Well, well, at least some of us might make the trip out to uh, Cherry Valley Lavender Festival. <laughs> so if anybody's going out there, let us know. Meet up. We'll meet up. We'll have a little open home stay. Well, it'll be Gabriel's there. birthday. Yeah, Gabriel's birthday. birthday. I mean, and I'm still celebrating my birthday. Come on, man. <laughs> but uh, it just, it just, hey, we're live. We're here. We're farmers. We're having fun. Because I think I saw some people on like friends on Facebook going there and. It's the Lavender Festival at the one two three four farm or one two three farm. It's a pretty famous place. So well, I, I know I'll be going there. I'm not sure if it's Saturday, Sunday, and some yeah. of us celebrate. I mean, sometimes I guess that we go places, and actually we run into a lot of people. Like, hey, you know, um, I know we we do want to get back into that. Have our, our I know because generally you could say going out there. Yeah, I know. Gallery, we should do but more. I think we kind of. I I would say that. On a personal level, I think we kind of retreated a little bit in some ways. I just like a little tired, we're a little bit dealing with stuff. But well, I mean, we have our the work, we have the business, we have our personal issues. Issues. It's my own. And then we have the outside business that we work on, and then we have no. The but I, I was just carrying thinking. on the vision business. Well, I was just thinking and it'd so, be nice to just have like the you know with the gatherings like we used to have the freedom ground meetups and stuff. That was. Yeah, I know the politics are fun. People are asking us when well, we're gonna have another one. So, we do need help. Because I, I and mean, I the thing is, the it's not is. about putting on the 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 the, the workshops yeah, and the, the thing. It's like getting the another, place. Another no, but I like episode. I see. I mean, I see the desert. I see the people. They're there. They're, they're having like those, those from the table. I I just think go to these things. Oh, but it's just like, wow, I can it do. It takes a, people don't realize what the goes love. on behind the behind the scene. To get to because we got an email from a lady says. She went to a farm dinner in 2013, that's five years ago, and she want, she loved it so much, and she wants to know, she's having a wedding party, and she wants to know, she can bring all her friends by for uh, a thing, but a lot changed in five years, um, it was magical, it was great, um, however, the amount of work that went behind the scenes to put on the event, and then clean up after the event, um, we're missing a lot of people. And we're so, gonna, and I'm actually... I do that every day. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind so of it's hard like, to. I don't know. So, you know we'll, well, stay tuned might, for the we next. We might do stuff. I mean, you know, we'll see. Stay tuned for the next episode. So, so see what we want to do As the next. world turns, I know. What, <laughs> so what the hell is happening? But um, <laughs> chickens look like they need to be put up. The chickens are talking yeah. and wanting to go in. I'm All tired. Right. I think Entire long day, hot day. It's been a hundred here. We're kind of. 
And then tomorrow's uh, getting ready, prepping for Farm Box Day. So yeah, that guy in Country Club. So we want to uh, thank everybody again for tuning in. Uh, appreciate your feedback, uh, feedback and, and support. And um, we hope to keep yeah, stay tuned for next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We come to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East, Jordan. Keep on growing. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, singing. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, singing. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Folks, remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org, also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback, and if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.